My friends, this sermon is about sex. It's not TV mature or rated R, but it is PG, which means parental guidance recommended. More accurately, it is recommendance guidance for parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and guidance for the church about emerging understandings of gender sex identity. We might think that we will never have to know terms like intersex or gender nonconforming or preferred pronouns, but our children, our grandchildren, nieces and nephews know these things or they will. And they know someone who is suffering or they will know someone who is being rejected, being left out, being condemned because of their sexuality. As people of faith, God calls us to learn all we can about LGBTQIA people so we can be the just and loving church God calls us to be. And we have this great story from the book of Acts about the Ethiopian, the court official who has come all the way from Ethiopia where he is in charge of all the treasury of the queen of Ethiopia. A powerful man, someone who commands respect, but not at the temple in Jerusalem. We meet him on the wilderness road going home, sitting in his chariot, reading the passage from the book of Isaiah about humiliation. So he traveled all the way to worship in the temple only to be turned away because he was not welcome in worship. When he was a boy, he was castrated. That's what it means to be a eunuch. And eunuchs were not allowed into the temple. No one chooses to be a eunuch. And denying this man entry into the house of God must feel like a denial of his humanity. No wonder he is feeling like a lamb led to slaughter. For decades, churches have denied people welcome if they didn't fit into a male-female heterosexual paradigm. Many churches refused to ordain, ordain LGBT people and denied them marriage, and many still do. For some in the church, it may still be hard to hear this, but denying welcome to people whose bodies or sexuality differs from the norm is a sin. In too many Christian churches still, LGBTQIA people are humiliated in the name of Jesus Christ. And we know this. And it breaks our hearts to see it. And for people in the world to think that that is really how Christians are. It is mortifying. But we don't have to be like that. For according to scripture, God does not allow this. The angel of the Lord, a messenger from God, came to Philip and commanded him, commanded him to take the wilderness road. Now, in scripture, the wilderness is a place of transformation. Think about it. Moses came upon the burning bush in the wilderness. Jesus was tested in the wilderness. On this wilderness road, the Holy Spirit commands Philip to go to 
the Ethiopian. He is to go and tell him that Jesus knows his humiliation and suffering and tell him that God loves him, that in the name of Jesus, he is a cherished and beloved child of God. And shouldn't the church have been saying this all along? And don't we want to hear it proclaimed? The Ethiopian decided that he wanted to be a part of Jesus' community, part of a community of justice and welcome and love. And on that wilderness road, the Ethiopian eunuch experienced God's grace, found a community of faith that loved him, where he belonged and he was baptized into that community. God is calling us as a church to go down that wilderness road and be changed. I think the wilderness road is a good word when we begin to talk about LGBTQIA+, because it is confusing. At least it's confusing for me. It's not to our young people. When I talk to my 18-year-old daughter, I can hear her rolling her eyes through a text. <laughs> Mom, transgender means you don't identify with the sex you were assigned at birth. Cisgender means that you do. Mom, you're cisgender. Mom, non-binary means that what sex you are doesn't have to be male and female, can be this dimensional galaxy of both male and female. And I think most of us know LGBT, but when it comes to Q, I haven't always understood what it means to be queer. At one time, being queer meant being odd or strange. At another time, it was a derogatory term for being gay. But now it has been reclaimed by the LGBTQ community as a word for all who find heterosexual binary gender terms too small. <laughs> to be queer is to refuse to be combined, com confined to one way of being in the world. Now I put in the chat box, uh, Chris Hirschman is gonna be putting in the chat box a link to a list of acronyms about LGBTQIA and what they mean. So you can download that and look at that and learn and know what's going on in the world. A couple of years ago, I attended a conference at Princeton Theological Seminary and the keynote speaker was presenting a lecture on queer theology. It was confusing because she was a woman married to a man and a mother of his children. And for all the world, they looked like a traditional family. And yet she was queer. I was confused. Friends my age were confused, but another attendee, younger, then myself and my friends understood, and thanks be to God, she was humble enough to be our interpreter. She explained that it wasn't for us 
to decide whether or not this woman was queer. Maybe she was bisexual, that is attracted to people of more than one sex. It wasn't really our business. She claimed being queer. She celebrated her being in the world as greater than, as more fluid than, traditional ideas of male, female, straight, and gay. I thank God for our interpreter. And I give praise to God that she's just been accepted and will be going to seminary in the fall. Getting back to our acronyms, the I in LGBTQI stands for intersex. And it refers to people who naturally have biological traits of both male and female bodies. They may have XXY chromosomes or another naturally occurring variation in humans. So it doesn't necessarily have to be fixed. It's not unnatural to be intersex. Sometimes God makes people this way and it's okay. The most important letter in all of this is A, which stands for ally. An ally is a heterosexual, a straight person who supports the civil rights and equality and justice for LGBTQ, LGBTQI people. Allies try sincerely to learn all these terms. Allies listen to people's stories and ask questions like, how's that been for you? Help me understand. I wanna know more. Allies advocate. Sometimes they march, sometimes they write letters, just sometimes they remember to invite everyone to the dinner table at Thanksgiving. Allies ask, how would you like to be addressed? He, she, they? Yes, they can be a singular pronoun for someone who isn't a he or a she or is both. Again, get younger people to help you. Allies invite LGBTQ people their friends and families to church, a church where they can fully belong. When we want to welcome someone to our house, we don't just put out a welcome sign or the welcome mat and think people will show up at our house. We go invite them. Allies show God's love, allies invite. When I go back to the ending of this scripture story, I like that the Ethiopian man went on his way rejoicing, back to watch over the treasury of the queen of the Ethiopians. And I like that Philip made his way home to Caesarea. But I wonder if they had stayed in the wilderness and created a new church, what would that be like? A church in the wilderness. I think that there would be people like Philip, Christians from Jerusalem, both Greeks and Jews. And there would be people like the Ethiopian who was once rejected and now accepted, 
once devastatingly hurt by religion and now healed by grace belonging. There may be a Roman or two, a soldier, a slave, a returning citizens, wealthy women, immigrants, queer people, black, brown people, indigenous people, white people. What an amazing church that would be. My friends, just like God said to Philip, God is saying to the mainline white churches in North America, go down the wilderness road, for there is life. To us, Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church, God says, thank you for all of the ways that you have welcomed gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people. And you, my friends, you, at Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church, God says, can go further down the wilderness road. Get up, go down the wilderness road. Don't just say you're welcome here. Invite the people who think they might not be. Tell them their lives matter. Invite and God will help us all know, all know, all parts of us belong. So let's do it. Let's get up and go down the wilderness road and rise as people, rise as individuals, rise as a church to new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>